music calls. Blog uh-huh. Talk Radio. Live doesn't seem to want to kick up yet. It's trying to connect to the internet. Yeah, what is going on? Like there's gremlins. The night, something's going on. There's something. You know, they legalize weed, and all of a sudden, imagine we have show technical difficulties. Technological issues here. After, like it's that's happened since the last time we did a show. It's been a few weeks since we've done live at the sports attic here. And uh, yeah, we took a couple breaks off for a couple weeks off for the holidays, and now uh, marijuana is legal. Huh. But you can't get any. It's legal, but you they're literally it's like trying to get a hamburger at that stupid rock and roll hamburger place. Well well, first day was Wednesday the first. Yeah. And uh today a lot of dispensaries were not uh selling it to anybody for recreational purposes. Medical card holders, uh they were. They're trying to the 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 supply and demand, there's an issue with that, Al. Because they couldn't grow enough to be ready for January first. By June all my sources tell me that this should be worked out. Well, good. So we have till June, yes. till summer, before we get, we get marijuana. You know, here's the deal. I would have spent like $160 on a couple crumbs of marijuana today. Uh, but instead, I ended up going to uh, somebody I know. Uh, and you got a deal. It was perfectly legal for uh, for $30. So I guess, I mean, I shouldn't be all that upset. I can't, I can't go spend and uh, buy illegal weed. But, yeah, I drove by the weed place. And uh, there's a line out the door. There's people waiting in the cold outside, and uh, you know me, and I don't do I don't do lines. I myself am not a fan of line uh, lines. Uh, you obviously weren't completely desperate. Luckily, there are other sources around. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's more out. than one place. Yeah, to, yeah. To go eventually, eventually, uh, everything should work out. I'm hoping that by next week there won't be lines. That's 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 what I'm hoping for. Yeah, me too. That's uh, that's my goal. That uh, li- well, you would think Monday there'd be no lines. You know, the initial blowover's over. Day one was a holiday. It was New Year's Day, so everyone had off of work. And then people have off on that Friday, and then there's the weekend. There's plenty of time for normal people to go and get their weed. But when I want to go, I go at like 1 o'clock on a Monday because nobody. People should be working. But these kids, I saw this line. None of those people had jobs. Straight up, nobody, nobody, nobody in the line. There wasn't a job Come amongst on. them. If you added them all together, you might get one job. You know, they might work like two hours here, two hours there, and then everybody in line. Like well, I said, those, those kind of guys, they they want to work in short spurts and make all of their money there, and, and you know, in in short working order. But here it is, finally legal here. Not not federally legal, Al. Right, we're uh, we're lawbreakers, really. We are. We're outlaws. This state is nothing but hooligans. Did states begin selling uh, alcohol near the end of the prohibition? Is that how it ended up, or, or did everybody wait until the federal government said, "We now shall serve booze"? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. 
I think that's exactly how they said it. We now shall serve booze. I'm not sure phone lines are working today, but they are. 760-454-8834. If you know the answer to that, that would be uh, remarkable because I, I, I don't know. Um, and we are, we are working on getting on, uh, getting on Facebook Live over here. Some reason it doesn't remember your uh, the connection here at the studio. Oh, incorrect password. I didn't change the password. Did we have a change? No. I barely changed my underwear, let alone passwords. Hey, good joke. All right, I'll try one other option. We'll see if it works. Otherwise, today's show may be just for you, the podcast and blog talk listener, which is fine. I mean that that's good. It's it, we're gonna go old school with it. Was that a fake uncle joke? What, wait, why is that? When you said good joke, was that a fake uncle joke? Who's a fake uncle? Me. Wait, wait. I don't understand. Hang Am on. I Uncle Al to your kids? I don't go with Uncle Al. Oh, okay. Well. I think my wife might though. Does she refer to you as Uncle Al? I don't know. I, I feel like I've heard I've heard it Uncle Al before, but Al, what what, what is what, what are we here to talk about today? Are we here to talk about uncles and aunts? I don't know. She she goes with Uncle a lot, and I tend to go with. You know, Mr. Al. No. Or, or just Al. Yeah. You know? Al, just, pal. just call me Al. I'll be like, there's your pal. Paul Simon wrote a whole song Al. so kids could understand. He did, just for them. Hey, uh, we're gonna. I think we're going to talk a lot about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, it's going to be really wrestling heavy tonight. If you're a wrestling fan, my God. But I would like to congratulate your cowboy, sir. That is Thank a cowboy's you. hat, is it not? It's actually a Satan-worshipping hat. What? Yeah. yeah so what's yeah, the difference? Long story, what's but I, I, was, I was wearing one of those dopey Cubs hats, because, uh, you know, I'm not a Cubs fan, but I was at work, and we're, we were a Cubs bar, so I had a Cubs hat on. And I was changing shirts. It was a day of a festival. There was a festival out front. I was changing shirts, and the hat fell in the toilet where it belongs. So I needed a hat. So I went out to the festival, and the first booth I saw was a uh, was a dude uh, with a bunch of, like, Satan stuff. And I, I didn't put one and two together, so I grabbed a hat. There was a star on it. And uh, it wasn't like a week later someone pointed out, and was like, hey, you know that's a Satan star? And I'm like... Did you look that up? I I'd never heard. Yeah, of well, yeah, it turns out, yeah, the whole thing. There was a Satan apparel shop. I had no idea. So uh, I, I'm wearing a hat that looks exactly like a cowboy's hat, but it's the mark of the beast instead of uh, the Dallas star. Whatever wow. the difference is, to me, okay. a star is a star. Even yeah. an asterisk, I count as a star. I mean, you've always been a star in my eyes. Now, was that a good dad joke? Okay, hey, we're live. We're there, Al. We are was that on Facebook. Here. Yeah. Wow. All right. That was on Facebook. Now, blog talk's connect. working. We got a. We got a whole. We got a show. You, you won't give me the password anymore. I see to to the uh, internet here. So you're not you're not on my internet, huh? No, I'm on the uh, the Comcast feed. It's one. Attica Fun. I know. Okay. I know it, it used to be. I don't know if it's it is still. Anymore. I mean, uh, unless I don't know how my internet's working, Clark. Maybe my maybe the maybe the iPad forgot everything. Maybe the recording device, which is an iPad. Forgot everything. Remember that happened in my uh, Fire tablet uh, like three weeks ago. It just decided not to remember anything anymore. So back to the Cowboys. Your buddy, your pal, a former great coach of the Green Bay Packers, seems to be the only guy that can hold down Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, or Shane McClellan. There you go. Uh, but uh, he got a new job. There may be a video he, coming. He spent a little bit over a year. Yeah. 
I was waiting all fucking day. Yeah, I didn't hear. I, I was. I was working. You couldn't get in touch with McCarthy. No, I, he's busy today. Oh, because he's he real, real interviews. But well, we better get the. We better get it first. Those things usually happen get about four or five in the morning. Yeah, Clark. that's a good idea. Yeah, you and McCarthy get together. Then there's a lot that's of cheese curds involved. A lot of brats. And now, marijuana. As long as he's here, he better not do that shit in Texas. I hear they they execute. Well, they're very strict. They, they execute you. They actually they'll castrate you. It's a weird yes, thing. It is. I watch fun. live PD and that's what they do. I don't know why. I I watch live PD. Sticks. Sticks yeah. is one of my guys. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's absolutely. Oh. Yep. So uh, Wrestle Kingdom this year for the first time. So well, first let's get the well, the Bears are out. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's the there's got there's the Super Bowl coming up in a couple yeah. of weeks. Um, the damn Vikings won. Right, you know, and we talk fantasy football a lot, and the secret to tournament play is be contrarian, be contrarian, be contrarian. So week starts, and I see Michael Thomas is going to have 70 to 100% ownership right. in tournament play. Right. So I'm like, oh, well, I got to have some because if you look at the board, he's the only guy who realistically could put up 40 points. Right. So you can't, like, completely get off You've him. You've got to have him out there. But – if you're running him in a tournament and let's say he's at 70 to 100% ownership, you know, just have a little bit. Be at 15%. Okay. Now you're at 50% under the field. So is that what you brought him down to? Well, my plan was 15, 20%. By the time kickoff rolls around, I was up to 50. I'm like, oh, ah. it's too good of a play. It's too good of a play, which is that's the whole point of being contrarian. If it's too good of a play, walk away, man. Walk away. And if you walked away from that game, because that was the game that was projected to go off, then you probably won some money in tournaments. I didn't, but my horrible cash game, horrible. I decided I would only do um, 20 teams this week in uh, tournament play. Okay. And uh, so I got my so That's why I didn't get 20. I didn't know if you wanted them. No. You want them on I know, Saturday? No. I do. Okay. And I will play them. This week. I, just, I feel bad if you do the work and I don't get our team in. Right. And then I. This is a shared team, folks. I don't want you to think that. I don't want you to think that. Uh, oh. You know what's illegal? What's that? You could get banned from DraftKings? I would what? never do that with you. Oh, never mind. Did you hear about the celebrity, the big DraftKings news going on right now? Are no. you in touch with the community? No, I'm not. The, one of the people, you know that dopey show, The Bachelor? Yep. The lady from The Bachelor won. Won what? She won the Millie Maker. Like, uh, is she a contestant yeah, she's on it, a or contestant is she the Bachelor? I don't know. She, she might have gotten married because they found collusion. No. They, they looked at the husband's account, and he was running the exact same pool of players. No, he wasn't. So they both ran 150 teams each in the, the Millie Maker, right. and they both had the exact same percentage of ownerships per players. So they're calling him out for playing too many teams because he's playing. You, you're, you're buying more entries into the field than legally is allowed. Right. You but can't do that. You, can can have, he just, you cannot what, collude. What if you're a couple and you both enjoy the same players? Like you and I, we, we, we discuss these things. We have a discussion group. Sure, perfectly legal. Boom. All of a sudden, then we play our teams. Maybe that's what they're doing. But they have the exact you – don't, you don't understand mass entry field play because you don't do it much. Right. If you have 150 teams and I have 150 teams and we pick all the same players, there's going to be a difference in percentile of players played. Right. For example, you might have uh, 10% of Tom Brady – and I have uh, ten. I have five percent of Tom Brady and ten percent of uh, you know uh, right. Josh Allen. Right. They had the exact same. 
if you have the, if you and I have the exact same percentage of players in all 100, if you take all 150 teams and our percentages are matching up almost to a T, then they're clearly running on the exact same generator. Right. So you can't do that. You can have variants. Uh, like I said, we're on the same. You place. and I could not enter into a partnership. No. And play the exact same things no. together if we had both discussed this. There was a. There was, How is that an unfair advantage? There was a conspiracy a couple of years ago where one of the best players in the community, who was winning all the games, um, in cash. Yeah. Was actually playing with. Two other guys. So this guy became very popular. So in all of his cash games, he was playing against the no, no, the, the two other three guys? guys were playing the same teams. Okay, and um, so if you mass enter uh, a cash game, one on one, you go head to head play. Yeah. And I see your your name, and I think you're really good. Like you're a known player. I get off you, and I move to somebody else. Well, if that somebody else is the exact same player's play, and he's maybe getting a cut of it from somebody he's working with, then you're you're kind of being tricked into it's just sleazy game practice. Okay. And then so they they, they all these three guys will run the same cash games, but then they would have different um, tournament plays in small field entry, high stakes small field. So let's say we entered a, a game of uh, thirty. Okay. Against thirty people, and every entry is five hundred bucks. Okay, and we're working together, so we're splitting, regardless of which one of our three teams hit. Maybe you know there's a third person playing, and we're all working with a, just a slight variance of uh, uh, of a team. The percentages are just a bit different. Well, you know when you have a three out of uh, let's say if there's thirty entries, when you have three out of thirty entries, you're you're at, a, you're at an advantage versus a guy who can o- is only allowed to have one of thirty. Okay. So it's just not fair, and uh, so so there is some talk going on with that whole collusion thing. But uh, yeah, it, it's interesting. And is she? Are they going to get the money? DraftKings issued a statement. They're they're reviewing everything. I mean, they have to. If you win, you win. I mean, it's. Can you they know, remove them from the platform? Yeah, you might get banned or something. I don't know. Or maybe maybe you don't get a giant. You serve. You serve. Have been warned before by them for trying to play from. Well, they're a, on their shit, man. You were trying to play from a different country. I was in Tokyo and I tried playing. I may or may not have been colluding with you as well. But you may have been colluding to help me get my entries in. Uh, Major League Baseball Al is talking about adding technology to help make it so sign stealing is a thing of the past. The catcher's going to have like the. Uh, the game genie on his arm, and he's going to be able to push a button to send a signal to the to the pitcher, and the pitcher will have lights down below, and it'll that only he can see on the dirt that he'll be able to uh, see what the pitch, why can't they just the talk? Call is well because the catcher's way back there. Yeah, but what? If, well, I mean, why can't they have a little microphone in that stupid man? They're talking about that as well, but they don't know if they want to add that for the player to have a chip. Like the pitcher then is going to have to wear an earpiece right all the time. They're concerned about that becoming a thing. Like, you know, in wrestling, the, the referees wear earpieces. In football, the referees wear, wear earpieces. Uh, in, in sports, a lot of them do. Right. But no, no athlete is wearing it. Well, all right. Uh, the, the quarterback. Quarterbacks have them. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. But that's a helmet. I don't know. We <laughs> we'll have helmets, too. We'll see. Technology's coming to baseball. That's right. Why, that's the baseball portion of the show. They can get technology hats. And then one last thing with the Bears before we move to Japanese wrestling. 
which is a tune-out point. Like, if you're listening, you're like, oh, my God, they're going to talk Japanese wrestling. I can't stand that stuff. Well, leave. I don't care anymore. Right. No, but if you're listening, waiting for the Japanese wrestling. It's coming. And we're about to talk Chicago Bears. Stick with us, folks. Like, we're not going to talk about it for very long. They don't need that much. No, no, no. I just want to mention Kyle Long. People are acting uh, uh, Twitter. It's like the Messiah stepped down from uh, the kingdom. No, I don't see that. Yeah, your guy was an uh, average player. I, I see everybody saying, hey, man, thanks for giving your all for this team. Thanks for being a great guy. You, uh, you were. Oh, let me find tweet. You were one of the greats when you were healthy. One of the greats? When you were healthy, when you, you were, were one he- of the what? greats. When was he healthy? Exactly. He, he, he anchored that line. When he was healthy. You were. even had a tweet kiss in his ass. Oh, I yeah, saw that. of course. I think I laughed at it. You did. And uh, that kind of attitude will not stand, man. Laughing at it is beyond. That's eh, too bad. I wish he could have been more healthy. It would have been uh, It would have been better. wish I could find your tweet. I'm not going to be able to. Uh, yeah. no, let, me, sure. let me find Kyle Long. I'm telling you, they're, they're, these people are acting like yeah, the, dude, the Jehovah himself. Because he was a stand-up dude who played the game well. He did okay. Hey, yeah. he cost us a lot of cap. I mean, he never was really worth it. I thought he was just fine. Yeah, I mean, nice if, guy, though. If he'd have stayed healthy, that's something else. I don't get pissed off at players who can't stay healthy. He loved – I, I don't. It's not it, – it's well, nothing, He plays a lot of Madden. That they're doing purposely it, – it, they're not being an asshole. They're trying to play the game. It's fine. Uh, the big weekend at the Tokyo Dome – of course, the big thing that happened is we've got to talk about it. The Kwanzai Gaikuan defeated the Fujitsu Frontiers in the Rice Bowl on Friday oh, night. Oh, yes. Dome, baby. Wow. 38 to 14. That's a deep fried throwback. In American friend. football right there, my friend. So two years ago, <laughs> the first time tuning in. I'm stuck on it, too. Two years ago, I went to the Tokyo Dome for the wrestling show, and we, we checked it out the Friday before. Uh, just to, so we knew our way around, uh, uh, I think it's called Sports I'm Town. still pissed you didn't go in. And uh, while we were there, we looked, and it turns out the American football, the Japanese playing oh, American football. That's how you do this? This stuff is good. That's the, interesting. They're, uh, First time. Yeah, welcome to the club. It's legal. They're, um, so their Super Bowl was happening, and their Super Bowl is called the Rice Bowl. Which is unreal. Right. Like, mean, it seems like, like you're making some kind right. of racist joke, right. but you're not. It's, they, they, they have the Rice Bowl. And it's American Rules Football at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's very interesting. Who won? Um, I'm butchering this, which is also not good, probably. Kwanzai Gaikuen, mm-hmm. right? which they have won about eight. Years, there's only two years out of the last like ten that they. Can I see won. the Can I see the spelling on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we found out that the league is like it's corporations with teams, which is exactly how the NFL was founded. I mean, the Decatur Staley's, I believe the Staley was. Uh, uh, I wish I had the Grand Boys here. What was the Staley company? They were like uh, some factory that made steel. I believe maybe yeah. maybe that's why they were the Staley. Yeah. Uh, no, the Staley was the name. The Staley company. Oh, yeah. Say, Decatur, Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they played that game in front of 31,345. Which, which is uh, uh, amazing. I mean, uh, the wrestling only outdraws it slightly. You know, everyone makes Their it, opponents are like the Bills. They've lost four straight. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. I just feel for the Bills, always. Holy always shit, that was rough the other day, man. Yeah. Deshaun. My boys, the Patriots, got... Uh, 
Yeah. Early man, people celebrate that, don't they? They do. Like too much. People hate. People hate. People hate greatness. Is what it comes down to. Yeah. So everybody's been hating on on me for a long time. Yeah. That explains it, Clark. Yeah, nailed it. So, Wrestle Kingdom is the WrestleMania of Japan. It's the New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's the second largest wrestling promotion in the world, and this is their biggest show. And this is the 14th time they've ran it. It happens every year on January 4th in the Tokyo Dome. So if January 4th is a Thursday, Wrestle Kingdom's on a Thursday. Right. This year, the 4th just happened to be on a Saturday night. The Rice Bowl always happens on the 3rd. Right. Does it? So so they only have the one day to set that place up. Yeah. They've got to take down football and set up wrestling. They've got to remove a field goal and and build a giant stage. Every year on the 4th. Yeah. Busy. It's a good day to be a, I don't know if there's union there, but it's a good day to be a laborer in uh, Tokyo in the sports center. Absolutely. So wrestling takes over in Japan, and, um, you know, it's a big deal. And so – the last couple of years, because it was on a Saturday this year, they said, hey, you know what's a good idea? Why don't we have two nights instead of one night? We could have a Saturday and a Sunday show. Uh-huh. So you had two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. And there's been this story brewing you didn't see coming. The beauty and slow build of Japanese wrestling is this. Two years ago in the Tokyo Dome, myself, Patrick are there. Uh, we're lost in the atmosphere. The main event the year before was Kenny Omega versus Kazuchika Okada. Yes. Okada's the greatest champion uh, I've ever seen. Hands down. He's the best champion I've ever seen as a pro wrestler. Wow. I mean, he's That's huge. He's a Hogan. He's a Hogan with the Rock's charisma. Did you say Hogan? Hogan. Okay. All right. Hulk Hogan. Maybe I threw an L in there. I don't know. Just this time. The marijuana tonight. We can rewind it. So, Okada is this great champion. This guy, Kenny Omega, keeps fighting, keeps fighting, keeps fighting, keeps losing. So, we watched this match in the year before. This is 2012. Or, I think 2011. Anyways. No, it's 20. Regardless. They have this this beautiful match, and I go, I want to see that, because next year, Kenny Omega is going to win this. It's going to be a year battle. Somewhere along the way, Kenny Omega falls off the wagon. He loses the G1. Naito wins the G1. Naito, who's been struggling, he's always wanted to close the main event of the Tokyo. That's his dream since he's been a little boy. Baseball, he loves two things. Baseball and wrestling. Wow. And he wants, this is the bottom of the ninth. That's the promo they actually go with, uh, hyping the match. They show him on the baseball diamond at the bottom of the ninth. And uh, this is it. This is his last chance. You know, it's the Cubs. It's that that moment in the Cubs with the rain delay. He's either going to win it or it's over. He he has this match he, because one time before he made he won the uh, uh, a chance to win the the title. He won the G one and he was going to main event the Tokyo Dome, but the fans voted it to be the semi main event and not the main event of the evening. Oh no! And kidding. the Intercontinental Title match became the main event because the fans liked the stars in that better because it was uh, I think it was Ta- Takahashi who uh, fought Jericho, uh, we'll talk about, right. um, versus, I think, AJ Styles. Okay. Or or, or Nakamura, wow. one of the two. So that becomes the main event. So even though he's in this moment, because the fans don't like him at all, they, he has Xbox heat. Go away. Uh-huh. They don't want to see him. Uh, he, he gets voted down, and he never gets to live out his dream. So two years ago, I'm in the building. Naito once again has his chance 
to beat Okada for the world title. And he goes in there, and the, I have never, I have not felt that energy since Stone Cold Steve Austin. There was an energy in that building that night that Naito was going to win the world title, and it was going to be magnificent. Right. But at the end of the day, Okada hits a rainmaker and defeats him. Now this this feud goes back almost a decade. Right, like seven years ago. Right. Like, they they came in, went down. They came into the company around the same time, and you know what? Do you know what? Uh, 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 oh man! <laughs> I just keep Naito. Naito. Jesus. You know what Naito's finisher is? No, I don't. It's called the Destino. Okay. And it's it's like you saw it. It's yes. you know the, like a wraparound DDT. It's yeah. DDT. Yeah. That move. He introduced about three and a half years ago. It's designed specifically to beat. Kazuchika Okada. No, it's a counter to the it's a counter to the rainmaker. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, the name of the move is called the Destino because he believed it was his destination to beat his Kazuchika Okada. Yeah. This is three and a half years ago. So now, two two years ago, we're in the Tokyo Dome. He loses, and I tell you what, I'm telling you, those fans wanted to see it, but Okada is such a great champion, you can't help but get lost in the moment. Okada wins. He goes on. It wasn't Naito's turn yet. Kenny Omega needed to be the guy to beat Okada. That was the story that was brewing yep. underneath. Uh, uh, so Kenny Omega ends up doing that, and he leaves. Now he's in America with AEW. So Naito, about a year ago, goes, I hate the, he always hated the Intercontinental title because of that incident. Right. But he's the guy who constantly wins the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. He's always the IC champion. He's, he's Bret Hart, cared about. Bret Hart in the 90s. He, 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 but he, yeah, last time he had the belt, he just used to throw it to the ring and right. beat on it. So now he goes, you know what I want to do? My dream is to one day hold the Intercontinental title and the world title and end Wrestle Kingdom. Because that's my destiny. That's what we're going to do now. Uh-huh. So he has the Intercontinental title at the beginning of the year, and he loses it. Damn. And he, he loses it. So everyone's like, okay, well, that that's not happening. The unification of the title's not happening. Right. But he's going to win the G1, and then he's going to challenge Okada for the world title. G1 comes around. He starts losing early. Halfway through the, the, the tournament, Naito is statistically out. No kidding. He's done. Everyone's surprised by this. Like, you were shocked. He, he, he was a favorite to win. You expected the win. Yes. Everybody did. So Naito got him out early. Wow. Naito. Uh, it makes sense if you're going to tell the story that they told. I believe that's true. You know what? He may have actually got more wins than that than I'm thinking. But he he looks like he's going to lose early, and maybe he makes a comeback. But he he doesn't win it. Kota Ibushi wins the tournament. Okay. Hello. So Ibushi wins the tournament, and. I'm a I'm a big Kota Ibushi fan, and I think most Americans wanted to see Kota Ibushi win it because he's connected to the Kenny Omega storyline, and uh, it just it, he's such this guy. There's guys in Japanese wrestling who don't care if they break their neck. He is one of those guys, and it's it's not it's not something I say uh, as a point of of pride. It's scary. It's dangerous. I wish these guys would be safer, but. Kota Ibushi does not care if he breaks his neck. So January 3rd, the, the day of uh, Wrestle Kingdom, you have Ibushi versus Omega. Or, I'm sorry, Okada right. for the title. Okada's been on another tear. He, he won his title back, been, been unstoppable since. I think he's like 6-1 and one in the Tokyo Dome for title matches. Uh, 
So now, so you, now you have that match. Well, there's two nights. They still don't have the main event for the second night. Right. <clears throat> now Jay White has the Intercontinental Title <laughs> with his manager Ghetto. 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 Now Ghetto <clears throat> is also the head booker, and his story is basically he's the booker of the promotion, in character and out of character. But in character, he's just kind of the promoter who wants to bring the best wrestler to his company. Right. So right now that guy is Jay White, the switchblade. Yeah. Evil, vile. Did you watch that match? He's been with him for a little while. Yeah. No, I watched. You don't watch night, any. I watched, Bushi, I watched his night two match. Okay. You so you saw the Kota Bushi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, was great. Well, that was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, you know, Ghetto needs to work on his chair shot a little bit, mm. and also his kicks. They don't connect. Yeah. <laughs> Which was funny. Like it worked. It was perfect. Meanwhile, Kota Bushi's hits. Dude, strikes hard. He was knocked out of the ring, and in between the uh, the, uh, the, yes. the the guardrail and everything, within thirty seconds yeah. at the start yeah. of the match, then the referee took bumps. Oh, it, it was great. It was played. It's in better shape than he was when I saw him. I believe two years ago. I agree. Was better shape. He, it's much better than an emo shit that he was doing. Yeah, I, I like his look. I think the thing with Ghetto is working. He's just a cocky heel. Yeah. The fans truly hate him. Mm-hmm. Nobody, no, nobody in there. There's no like fifty-fifty. No. He's Baron Corbin Heat, but could wrestle. And this is what I like about Japanese wrestling: is the story told inside that ring. Like they said, you're gonna fucking hate him for yes. everything that he did. He won that game, that match so cheaply, yes, so fucking cheaply with the help of Ghetto, and they didn't just do it once. Like they kept no. on doing it. He cheated, cheated, cheated. He's such an ass. And that's the sub story we're gonna get to. We'll get to the Kota Bushi's Sorry, journey in a second. No, no, no. That's perfect. So. Naito is going up against uh, uh, Jay White, and I think Jay White goes to the ring and he's like, you know what? I like uh, I like Naito's idea of unifying the title. How about night two, Okada? You and I, or whoever wins that match, we go at it to see who unifies the title. Well, Naito comes out and he's like, no, that's not you know uh, that's my idea. How about I fight you, Jay White, and if you can beat me. Uh, and keep the Intercontinental title, then that's a great idea. And then Kota Bushi comes out, and he's like, okay, you know, that sounds uh-huh. good to me. Sure. And yeah. so Okada's like, yeah, I'll take on all of you. Why not? Wow. Let's gamble. That's I'm the rainmaker. That's amazing. Now, Okada's been getting more and more cocky as he's becoming more and more the, the, the definitive, like, great champion. That's good, because he went through his time there. When we first saw him at All In, he, you know, he'd been going through that when I first saw him. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was, that's when he was having his balloon in. Was he at All In, or was he at War of the Worlds? He was at All In. All In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, uh, was it Pentagon, or? No, that was, no, we found him somewhere else. No, wait, he was definitely uh, at the first yeah, All yeah, In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pentagon was there, too. Yeah, it was Pentagon versus uh, Omega, and I can't remember who Okada. Oh, you know who it was? It was Marty Scroll. Oh, okay. It was Marty Scroll versus Okada. Yeah, um, yeah, that's who it was. Anyway, uh, Okada had gone through his thing, so it's nice to see him owning the championship again, getting back to his yeah. championship status. Uh, back to what you were saying with, with um, the story, with uh, just how okay. they ended up getting it together. So Jay White is going to defend the the title. Is that where you're at? Yeah. Jay White is in the kind of title. He'll take on Naito, night one. And Kota Bushi, who won the G1 and gets uh, the right to main event the Tokyo Dome against Okada, is taking that match. So right. the winners of those matches will face each other, Intercontinental Champion versus World Champion, Night 2. And the losers 
will face off and is kind of just maybe who's the number one contender. We'll see. You know, it's just, it's, it's an undefined, but an important match. Right. So Naito goes out there and he has a match with Jay White and Jay White does everything he can to cheat. 33 minutes. Naito wins. Naito is now, yeah, Naito now the intercontinental champion. So Kota Ibushi comes out, and he's got his briefcase, and he's all set to go. They carry a briefcase, the winner of the G1. It's kind of like the money in the bank, except everyone knows the date of when oh, it's yeah. happening. Yeah. So Kota's out there, and then Kaz- Kazuchika Okada, the greatest champion, has this magnificent entrance where if you ever played a Japanese role-play game, mainly Final Fantasy, um, like the old Nintendo ones, like when the final boss would come out, it would be exactly like that. He's the rainmaker, so it just starts pouring rain, and then you just see a man that's clearly him standing there with an umbrella, and you know the lightning starts flashing, and they start showing flashes and pictures of Okada, and then uh, you know some like lightning strikes, and then he, he like steps forward, and behind him these giant demons emerge, yeah. and they're standing behind him, and he raises his hand they're as the rainmakers, and they just blow up and yes. fall down, and then he raises his hands again and like he just like transcends and you finally see him and there's a spotlight on him and it's like oh my god who is this guy and why does he have that title around his waist clearly he's the best in the world he steps forward and he's got a new swagger to him he's got a brand new he had one of the top uh, designers in japan create this this uh this entrance robe Uh and jacket and it lights up you know you turn the lights off and he's sparkling and not sparkling, but he's he's glowing. Uh-huh. He's he's actually my creator wrestler is the exact same thing. He probably stole that from me. I'm probably you know. Sure, sure. So Okada gets to the ring, has his great entrance, and now Kota Bushi, the he's never signed with a major wrestling promotion. He's always been a free spirit, and he said, "I want to work wherever I want to work, wherever the wind blows." Right. Finally, says Kenny Omega. His uh his great uh his great friend goes to America to AEW. He gets offered a contract to go to AEW, but he says, "You know what? I'm going to sign with New Japan Wrestling, and I, that's where I want to end my career." Wow! That's so he wild. signs a big deal with them. So there's belief that you know let's put the title on him, and it starts making sense because if Okada's still the champion coming out of this thing, we've seen him literally face everybody on the roster like twice. He's kicked everyone's ass. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the fresh, this is the dream matchup, these two going at it. But after that, it's like, who's left for Okada? So, but Kotobushi, he's he just signed a couple months ago, and he, he has relationships with a lot of the guys, but the matchups are fresh. Right. So I'm like, all right, you know, you got a whole year of great matches. So you're thinking him. he can win this. I'm thinking he's going to win this. Yeah. I'm hoping he wins it. 39 minutes later... It's the same old tune, man. Kazuchika Okada, Rainmaker, gets the win. There were points in this match. There was a point where Kota Bushi leapt up in the air and landed right on top of his head. I don't know how he didn't break his neck. Wow. Like, just a crazy match. One of the match best matches the I've year. ever seen. It, 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 it is a match of the year, and we're only, uh, at this point, four sure. days in. Yeah. So... You're not the only one that I've heard say that. I, and I, I'm sorry that I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And I know it's late. I know spoilers, obviously, but right, you're not gonna have the emotion of right, who's gonna right, win this, right. but just such an amazing. I, match. I did get that in the final without even really yeah. knowing completely what I'm watching, which I'm sure a lot of people were because I don't know if you heard, but uh, New Japan World was slowed down for the live feed on night two. I bet because so many people were catching wind of how night one went. I think yeah. a lot more people signed up for it. 
That's funny. The attendance was down live, but right, the, right. The, uh, well, world viewers. It was, it was also available on fight, the fight yeah. app, and all of that. Like it, it's in places. There's still a lot of American wrestling fans that don't quite know, understand that right. stuff. Like, right. well, I can't find that channel, and it's like, well, yeah, it's on. easy. It's really <laughs> easy. so fun. If you know how to work the internet and you search like, how so do easy. I do? How do I watch New Japan? Right. It, it, call your kid nephew over who who knows technology. Right. You know, just buckle up. Let's do this. Ten bucks a month, um, and it's well worth it. It's the best wrestling, and your commitment is literally like, sure, this was a lot of wrestling. It was like ten hours of wrestling over those two days. Hell, and even if you just wanted to watch Wrestle Kingdom, sign up yeah. for a month, yeah, and you'll get a lot. Or sign up for like the last three months leading into it, or something. I'm, just try it for the first time because I'm, I'm working on it. I know I don't watch it nearly enough. There aren't enough hours in my day. I wish I had a night schedule still because I'd be all over this shit. I feel like uh, I feel like you actually found some interest in it this time. Yeah, like you're a little more hooked than usual. Sure, I was into it two years ago. Yeah, of course you were on the other side of the planet, so I wasn't really texting you live. Well, I mean, we could always do, and I'd like to do this at least once. Is uh, you know, when there's a pay per view, I don't have to watch it. You know what I mean? True. I can wait till six o'clock on a Sunday, and we we, right. we can watch it. All right. Let's try that. You know? Yep. We can order some sushi and that's good. I know you with the spoilers, but is there anywhere that I can find like through one of our sources the Japanese version of the show? Not just the commentary, but I want the music. <laughs> I want the fucking music. <laughs> yeah. So does somebody some... have that? Did somebody upload it from Japan? I hope so, maybe. There's some uh, there's copyright uh, issues and uh like Jericho, for example, who his theme music is his own band. It's Fozzie. Yep, yep. They don't have the rights to it, so they blast like weird, like a guitar riff over, over it. it. Yeah, for just for the American feed. Like the Japanese feed is still getting whatever the real music is. Yeah, it's just kind of unbelievable. I think I believe that's how it is. Anyway, that's the way I understood it. Oh, so, so, yeah, exactly. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I I saw somebody tweet something that said finally. They were talking about um, Kenta. They're like, finally, there is a bigger heel than the music change due to copyright <laughs> notification. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, okay, well, I'm jumping the gun a little bit. We'll slowly get. Well, let me let me just mention Kenta on night one. Kenta, who of course was in um, um, NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Hideo Hideo Tommy. Tommy. Yep. Uh, he he's really actually like one of the great Japanese wrestling uh, legends, like of the last uh, of the of the last ten years or so. Right. Uh, a lot of guys look up to him, and uh, he was one time like the hottest thing in the world. Uh, he signed a, a deal with WWE about five years ago, and basically injury after injury, he never even made it to the main roster. Right. It was pretty bad. And then eventually asked for his release, I believe, and they granted it. Yeah, yeah. His contract ended. So he goes back to New Japan and Shibata, one of the best – one of the mo- he's Daniel Bryan in Japan. Um, okay. Everybody loves Shibata, but Shibata, of course, uh, had a, a concussion. They nearly killed him, so he had to retire. Well, Shibata comes out and brings him out and endorses him. He's like, no, because he'd never worked in New Japan before. Right. So he goes out there, and he ends up turning on uh, Kenta. And uh, joining uh, the Bullet Club and becoming a bad guy. So he goes up against one of uh, uh, Okada's henchmen in uh, the uh, Chaos faction. Um, 
on uh, night two. Oh, I'm sorry. So his match is night two. Uh, Hiroki Goto has been having a great year. Um, he's something like he's got like an Undertaker streak. Like the guy never wins on any pay per view except Wrestle Kingdom, but he's like six and zero at Wrestle Kingdom. Wow. So Hiroki Goto uh, uh, for the uh, Never Open Weight Championship. Uh, Kenta's the champion. Hiroki Goto beats him. What is Never Open Weight? I think it's try to explain what you think that is. It, it's a title. It's a never title open that has title. It has no uh, no weight, no weight limit. No, it's not like the lightweight. <laughs> it's like oh, you go pick it up and, you, and it doesn't. Oh, the never weight. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That makes all the, right. Okay. Because technically, you, lightweights can compete in the heavyweight division, but usually lightweights stay in the lightweight division. Right. 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 So right, right. yeah, so it's about that. The weight weight doesn't matter. Size doesn't matter. <clears throat> so I'd like that belt. It's kind of a meaningless belt, and Kenta knows it, and Kenta's the champion. So he loses it to Hiroki Goto, and he, he, he kind of foreshadows. He's like, that belt means nothing to me. I'm looking, at, I'm looking for something bigger. Right. So night two, we'll just stick with the main story. Night two rolls around. Okay, Kota Bushi loses, right? So now he goes up against uh, Jay Wright, who also lost. Now, Jay White and Ghetto. So, Kota Ibushi, who you just feel for. Right. Like, he, he just looks like a sad schoolboy every time he loses. Uh-huh. He, he looks like uh, somebody you just yelled at at, at, like, school who probably didn't deserve it. He's, like, the nicest kid in the world. And, like, he's just, oh, he's just sad. So, Kota Ibushi, who, by the way, snapped the night before. That, that was a big part of that match. He snaps. And uh, he gets in this trance, like... All of a sudden, he'll just stop selling moves. It's he, he's basically it's the Japanese uh, version of hulking up. Okay. So yeah. he just has this dazed look in his eyes, and the guy keeps punching. All right, Clark knocked the board out. Oh yeah. So hopefully we're still on the air. In there. So, so he gets this glazed look in his eyes, and the guy starts, you know, Okada keeps punching him and hitting him, and he's no-selling it. And then he gets, like, pile-drived, and he just bounces right back up. And he just, like, he's just looking at him. And no Okada selling. just keeps hitting him, and then all of a sudden he just decks him. Closed yeah. fist, just punches him in the face. Yep. And then he hits him again, and then he starts kicking him, and he starts throwing... Just stiff punches down. And now, mind you, he's a trained kickboxer. Just starts punching Okada. And Okada's doing everything he can to defend it. And he's just trying to get in there and punch him in the head. Meanwhile, Red Shoes is, like, freaking out. Like, dude, you're going to get disqualified. Like, that's not you're legal, done. man. You're you can't. Done. Not cool. Uh-huh. So, so he snaps. So, night two, you have uh, Jay White versus Okada. And, uh, like I said, everyone loves Okada. Everybody hates Jay White. Jay White not versus Okada. I'm sorry, Jay White versus uh, Kota Ibushi. So Jay White and Kota Ibushi, everyone loves Kota Ibushi, and uh, everyone hates Jay White, so the whole match is great. Ghetto, is the, he's the heel, and he's Bobby Heaton. This guy plays the most perfect Bobby Heaton I've ever seen. Exactly the same style as Heaton. I, I like that. I agree. Ghetto, um, big fan of American wrestling. Huge influence uh, on, like, uh, the Southern Territories, uh, Mid-South. So, remember, he's the head booker of the company. He's the guy who decides who wins and loses. You'll notice a lot of American 70s, 80s-style booking. That's fun. And uh, I'm pretty sure he's he was a Bobby Heaton fan because that's who he's, he's playing. And, 
He goes in. He just he's, he's, he brings out the brass knucks at one point. Oh yeah, he's giving him. It wasn't just brass knuckles. Oh, he came in and hit him with something. He threw a chair at his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bad chair. Like don't do chair shots anymore. But Kota right. Bushi doesn't care. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So at, by the end of it, you know, Abushi snaps at one point in that match too. Um, I think he, I think he hits a uh, ghetto. Makes Meanwhile, him fly this out is of like pants. the constellation match. Right, this they is both lost, and Jay White lost his title. Yes, and now he has to fight here, and it was a great fucking match. Whoever loses is a two. It lost both nights of the wrestle game. Right, right. So, at the end of it, of course, Jay, Jay White wins. Let that happen. Jay White wins, and that place is fucking team, man. Oh, it's great. So That's good stuff. So Kota Ibushi, there's a story, and I think that story is. I think he's going to be the star of the next season. I think this next year is going to be about Kota Ibushi's journey back to the That'd world title. Too. Yeah. That makes sense. That, that that'd be a good story. Uh, so of course you thought he was going to win the title. I too, did, and here, so. and then I'm like, there's no way he's losing to JF <laughs> and White. They're going to give him a field good victory, <laughs> and then he loses too. Yeah, this is the same thing that happened to uh, to Naito. Uh, it you know the G one with right that like yeah all right so ghetto gets me did again. a lot of people think the same way you did with that going in that you know of I think so I I think I felt like oh there's a real chance Jay White's gonna win this because it it would be perfect yeah, if he yeah. did yeah. and that's what they did New Japan is right on delivering on what makes sense to uh, okay. to a crowd so yeah. so the next match on night two uh, I'll just get to the double main event here and then we'll we'll go through some of the undercard stuff on both nights uh huh. Chris Jericho is a rock star. He's a band Fozzie. Did you watch the pre-match promo? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I loved it. You thought you thought it was Jericho firing it up. Yeah. That, that's what they were going for. And then I want to know what he said in that song because you heard the crowd laughing. Yeah, they did. They did laugh. Tanahashi. Yeah. So Jericho cut a promo where he dressed up like Tanahashi, and like. He beats yeah. up. He beats up all these guys in the bar who look like Tanahashi. Now I don't know if you know this. Tanahashi's gimmick is he's a rock star. Okay. No. So, you know, uh, you oh. saw a lot of the air guitar in the oh, match. Oh yeah. I That's, thought I thought he was making fun of Jerry. No, no, no. At the end of uh, like you remember how Hogan used to do the pose at the end? Yes. During the uh, when he was the ace, when he was when he would finish the thing, he would play air guitar. Okay. And uh, do a do a rock concert, and you know. Uh, do the whole show. So Jericho was actually making fun of him when yeah. he was doing that shit. Right, right, so right. It was great. Anyways, these two two old timers, Hiroshi Tanahashi, who's been the star of New Japan for the last decade, uh, versus Chris Jericho, who's been a star all around. You know, obviously the AEW champion of the world right now. Yep. And uh, these two are going at it, and uh, Jericho ends up winning. I actually didn't uh, think he'd. Uh, I actually thought Tanahashi would go over. Everyone else seemed to think Jericho was going over. Had Tanahashi won, he would have received a match for Jericho's AEW world title. That didn't happen because Tanahashi taps out by submission. Now, here's a little nuance you, you, don't, you don't get because uh, you're not a regular viewer. You know the Young Lions. Yes. They all wear black trunks. Right. And these are the younger wrestlers. Right. And they're, they're the young the wrestlers. Guys, they're the, the guys. guys in the dojo. Right. And all the rest of them, like if you look back a couple of years ago, you see Jay White as one of those guys. This would be like if they did NXT five years ago, if they'd had that. Yeah. That. More so like college football, because you, sure. you, you're coming through the ranks. Okay. You know, most guys go through the system. Okay. So, you know, like Kota Bushi is like one of the rare exceptions. So, uh, Tanahashi. So, Tanahashi 
Okay, so the the young lions are only allowed one finisher, and that's oh. the Boston Crab that Jericho uses. Oh, the lion tamer. The lion tamer. Uh-huh. So that's the most basic move taught to the most basic students. That's the first thing you're taught in New Japan as a wrestler. That's that's the young boy's finisher. Wow. So Jericho – now that's why the commentary would be like, oh, he mastered that move because now Tanahashi is tapping out to the most basic move that they teach the kids in the dojo. So you don't like this? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I mean, Jericho knows – he knows how to make that work, tap out one of the greats. Yeah, but that would be like um, losing uh, – uh, No, I get I get, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I understand. He's getting beaten at the most – like the most childish of moves. Wow. You're losing a spelling beat because so he can't really lost that. So then he lost really bad. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, so Jericho – well, Jericho's a master of the move, you know. In, in theory. Uh-huh. So now you get to the main event. Now, Naito, in that moment, this is it, man. They show the bottom of the ninth promo going into it. Can he beat Okada? And after Okada's entrance and win the night before, I don't know. Nobody knows. They're calling it the double Are gold you sure? match. You didn't know going in? I did not know. Yeah. And me not knowing, I thought Okada was going to win. Because Okada just feels right as champion. Yeah. Naito doesn't. But the fans, if uh, you don't know this, but Naito sells the most merchandise. He's the most over guy in the company. Wow. So Naito is the guy the fans want, and the company pr- pr- pushes Okada, much like with Roman Reigns, only Okada is great. Like, he's the perfect guy to push, yeah. and the fans respect him. So it's a double gold dash match for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Goes 35 minutes. Remember, these two guys had a war the night before, and... Uh, you know, Naito's knee has always been a concern. And one of the knocks on Naito is he can't stay healthy. And uh, so Okada just works the knee the whole match. Yep. And there's moments where Okada it, like just flashes his greatness. Like there's no way Naito can win this. They took their time selling the knee. Yeah. It, 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 which it went through the whole match, and it was – I don't know. He finally went back to it. Right. Like Okada – Exhausted all of everything, the, the rainmaker, the, yeah. everything. He was trying everything he could to win this match, and he couldn't put he it had run. And it's Okada; he's gonna win. Yeah. And finally, he goes back to that knee, starts destroying that knee again. After that, th- you'd almost forgotten about. It. There was a spot where he puts uh, Naito's knee through a table. Yeah. And the table doesn't break, and you right. just see his like knee You're twist like, what the on fuck? it. Like, I'm sure it was just like a bruise. Sure. But it looked nasty. It looked nasty. They did a great job. And then what happens? Naito kicks out. Kicks yeah. Kicks out again. Yeah. He just, like, when it's finally, I mean, this it's finally is over. This is where finishers are not working. Yeah. Nothing is working. Neither guy. Both guys are getting frustrated. Yeah. Okada's really getting frustrated. He just can't put down Naito. And Naito can't seem to get Okada. So even when he started his comeback, I didn't think he was going to win. No. I thought they were going to do like a close, like close, but no cigar. Right, like hell of a comeback. Yeah. Wow, he he fell again. And I kind of wanted Okada. Every time I see Naito, I always kind of want Okada to win, just like I did two years ago. But by halfway through the match, I'm like, man, Naito needs to win this. I want to see Naito win this. I want that journey completed where he finally gets his moment to give this. So at the end of the night, they drop streamers, and the guy who wins gets to give a speech. Right. So 
he he's gonna finally get that moment to give the speech. All he's got to do is get through this Okada. He's like, I mean, I can't wait to see the emotion when he wins it. Like this is gonna be great. He wins. Yeah, he wins. Yeah. So the journey is over. Two years later, Naito now the champion of the world. He holds up the belts, both of them. It's the Ultimate Warrior holding them yeah. both up. But Okada didn't Hulk Hogan it and steal his moment. No, no. Okada walks in the back. They had a good moment though. Yeah, Okada Naito turned back him. to him. Naito, yeah. Naito got on the mic he and he's like, "Let's mic. do yeah. this again." And Okada just like gave him like, "Yeah, you beat me. Like, this wasn't a f- like you beat me." Like, fair enough, man. You had my number that night. Right. And right. We, we will do this again. So. Absolutely. And that's going to happen again. But. So now Nando finally gets his moment, and he, he, he looks at the belt. He does his eye thing. Yeah. He starts the crowd's thinking. loving it. He's eating that up. Thinking the fans. Them, he starts getting, moving on to, like, he's, he's about to give the final line, the moment when the streamers are about to drop, and everything's about to go good, and that evil son of a bitch, Kenta, comes Holy in shit. and shields his thunder and beats him down and uh, does the Shibata pose laying on top of him. People are so pissed at this dude right now. Yeah. Like, how can he go out for dinner there? You know what I mean? Right. Oh, the announcers are like, they're going to need security to usher him out of the building. And then he's uh, pawing the fans uh, as he's walking uh, in the back. So good. <laughs> so good. Such great storytelling. Yeah. And it's all in the ring, Al. Yeah. Like, and I'm not bashing uh, the product here that does right. it different. The American product, they all do it differently than that. I'm not bashing that completely here. No. It's it's a, I really it's enjoy watching professional wrestling in the ring. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. They tell stories in the ring that you just you, you miss out on. And so it's the, it's the thrill of victory, yeah. and it's the agony of defeat. That's what matters most to them. One, one thing I was going to ask you coming in is how did you feel about the two-night experience overall for the first time them doing it two nights? But, I mean, I, I, you think you said it here. They just told two fucking awesome yeah. stories throughout the year that you didn't see coming no. until after the G1, like well after, right? Like, if you would have told me two months ago Naito was going to win both titles in, at the end of the Wrestle Kingdom. Win the Intercontinental title night one yeah. and win the, the world title night two. Yeah. What a story. Even man. when they went there, even when, like, okay, for, for a year now he's been talking about doing that. Even when they went there and they set up this four-way match, yeah. there was still, like, it still wasn't my first pick. I wanted okay. Ibushi. I thought Okada was going to pull it out. I thought Naito was the dark horse, and then uh, Jay White didn't have a chance. Right. So he was, like, the third guy I was thinking would do it. I like that he's still around, though. He he won the second night. Yeah. That would help, of course, but that's perfect. Okay. So, I, yep, go ahead. I didn't, lost it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was that was the crux of the story. That was what the wrestling was telling that night. Those were the stars. Um, um I, I guess I, I'd like to touch on some of the, the American wrestlers, uh, the guys who are currently with the AEW promotion. Yeah. So John Moxley, night one, he and Lance Archer have their Texas death match, right? right. Texas death match. No disqualifications, no pinfall, victory by 10 count or knockout or submission. Dean Ambrose, WWE fan still. Right. I don't think I still have to say that. No, right? I don't think so anymore. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, John Moxley. Right. Renee, Renee from uh, WWE's wife tweeted that she was Mrs. Moxley. Mrs. She had, Moxley. She had a ticket. And she, oh, uh, she was there. She sent out an Instagram. She was there. Nice. Both nights. Yeah, and, and put it out there. Yeah. Like, not scared. To, she shouldn't be. No. 
No, that's awesome. Suzuki uh, is not the same thing, but Suzuki a couple of years ago uh, tweeted a picture from WrestleMania. Yeah. It was just him drinking a beer in the crowd. It wasn't Okada backstage. At, yeah. yeah, yeah. They they all. Sure, sure. Um, But uh, this match, I, I did not get to watch it, but I just, I, I wanted to ask you, I, I had heard things about Lance Archer. I heard him get interviewed last week, and I heard that he looked great in this yeah, match. Yeah, all year, In man. defeat against John Moxley, which people didn't know for sure if, if he would win this. And, of course, it was for the United States Championship, which John Moxley lost only because he couldn't fly. Is that, did Juice Robinson win it? Juice Robinson had it. And he he held the title. Yep. And he was defending it. No, Mo- he lost it to Moxley. Oh, Moxley that's right. had the title. But then a typhoon yeah. kept him from traveling to Japan, so he had to give up the title. No, so he ended up. Uh, correct. Yes, yes, you're right. Dean Ambrose had to forfeit the title. John Moxley. So <laughs> it is. Yeah. I guess you do have to do People it. People do it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, I don't like the guy. So uh, <laughs> still, it's still a pain. I'm still giving him time, but. Uh, so yeah, so my so uh, Lance Finn, Archer won it. Lance Archer wins it. This is the bottom line. His journey, the begin. So he's he's been in a tag team with Davy Boy Smith for the last couple of years. That's right. Pillar Elite Squad. Davy Boy Smith Jr. Now they're all in Suzuki's army. Okay. Um, so, but Davy Boy Smith ends up leaving the company. Something happened. I never got details of what, but something happened. Interesting. So he went to MLW. So he he's out in New Japan. So Archer's been a single act, and you kind of thought he would just be kind of like a you know lower mid card guy. Sure. Um, so they announced the names for the G1, and after like seven straight years or something, Minoru Suzuki is not he's not in the G1. Okay. People are pissed. Right. Lance Archer's in the G1, and, and Suzuki's not. And people are like, man, why the fuck is Lance Archer in this tournament? Like he wow. sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Lance Archer's like forty. He's a big dude. He's like six nine. Uh, just, he looks like a monster. Right. He, he looks like a guy in a, in a, a heavy metal video in the '80s who's a monster. Okay. So Shredder. He's Shredder. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Nash. Okay, Kevin Nash. He's yeah. better shape than Kevin Nash. More of a wrestler. Okay. So, anyways, Lance Archer, <laughs> he comes out in the G1. In, in night one's in Texas, and he's a Texan. He comes out in G1 dressed like something out of a Road Warrior movie, and uh, he's got this great theme song, Everybody Dies, and he introduced a new move, the old school claw, the head yes, claw, yes. that you know, Baron uh, Rowski used to use back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and the Von Erichs. It's famous in Texas as the Von Erichs. Okay. You would use the claw. Perfect. So he, he's using the claw where you basically put your hand over a guy's head and squeeze until he submits. So he's using this old school move, and he's just – he's a monster. And he wins night one. I think it might have been even against Naito. Right out of the gate. I think Naito gets a loss uh-huh. night one against Lance Archer. Or it was a It was somebody – it was somebody big. So Archer goes on this thing, and he, he ends up like 500 in the G1. But, man, everyone's talking about him coming out of it. And, uh, yeah, so he's been on a tear lately, and he's just been putting great matches. I saw him at Marion Catholic a couple oh, weeks yeah, ago. that's right. And he, he – phenomenal. Like, phenomenal. He was fighting uh, Finley's kid. and or, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Chris Benoit's kid. Or, I'm sorry, uh, no, uh, Pillman. Brian, Brian Pillman. Pillman's kid. That's who Jesus. Three yeah. times a charm. Yeah. So he's fighting Pillman's kid, and, yeah, they put on a great match. I mean, they work. He, he just hits hard. He's a hard-striking guy. He's scared. You showed Pillman's kid a picture of you and his pops. Yeah, I did. You and his dad. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, and he enjoyed cool. that, right? He did, yeah. We talked about the shirt his dad had on. 
for for a couple minutes. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, Lance Archer's been on a tear, and these guys had a uh, a good match, and uh, they do the Texas Death Match thing, and it sounded like Lance Archer put on a good show, right? Like he 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 had a, he didn't lose anything no. in taking the defeat to John Moxley, and I heard uh, he went through a table, and that was it. And he was pinned. Was that the one? No, no, no. Oh, he got counted out. That was it. He he couldn't get back up right. from the table. Yeah, yeah, that count. was it. And yeah. he got twenty count. Yeah, right. Is it New Japan a twenty no, count? No, no, no. The the stipulation of the Texas Death Match was no disqualification, no pinfall, oh, victory, victory by, by ten, 10 count. count. Okay. Or submission. And he got the ten count. He got the ten count. Which I mean, hell, you fought until you couldn't stand. So That's great. So John Moxley wins the United States uh, Championship. And uh, it, it's been announced go, going in that whoever won that match would fight Juice Robinson on night two. Right. So John Moxley goes up against Juice Robinson. Now Juice Robinson is goofball. Comes to the ring looking like fashion police. <laughs> this guy's gone through. He used to have dreads. He finally cut yeah, the filthy dreads off. Yeah. CJ CJ uh, Parker uh, from Joliet, Illinois. Um. Wait, is that what he went by before, C.J. Parker? I think that was who he was in the Joseph NXT. Ryan Robinson. Yeah. Okay. He used to be trained by Truth Martini. Okay, so who was C.J. Parker? Yeah. Um, anyways, he's trying to find his identity, and man, he's, he's struggling. But he comes out looking like Kid Rock doing a fashion yeah, yeah. police sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got the mustache. I mean, the whole nine yards. Total Kid Rock look. So... They have a match and a singles match. Moxley wins 12 minutes, 48 seconds. Now, one of the things that was missing is, so Minoru Suzuki, there's a rumor he's leaving the company. And on night one of uh, uh, of the show, Suzuki Gun goes up against Los Indolobos de Nablos, and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. leads the walk to the ring. Oh. And they play Zack Sabre Jr.'s music. Now, Kazai Nianae is 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 uh, is uh, Suzuki's theme song, and wrestling nerds love singing along with it. Okay, it's like the it's like what you do. That you would expect his theme song to be played when it gets to the chorus. Everybody sings it in the stadium, and that's the second he walks into the ring. He waits for it. Okay, and then he steps into the ring as everyone's singing along. It's like a Rocky movie. Right. So they come out to Zack Saber Jr.'s music, Damn. and I'm on Twitter, and people are like. Number one, if Finley wins, we riot. Number two, if <laughs> if uh, what's it, if, if if we don't get his music, like this is this is a travesty. Right. So he goes out there, and I think he might even have took in the pin. Um, Suzuki undefeated him. Uh, let's see, by submission. Yeah, probably not. Um, but anyways, meaningless role on night one. So it looks like he's out of the company, and I'm like, man, that's a sad way to see him go. Because, you know, the way they had Jushin Liger go out was amazing. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, that's interesting. So it looks like they're just burying him. And this is a legend. So everyone's kind of pissed. Nobody gets the music. So now John Moxley defeats Lance Archer, and he's in the ring celebrating. All of a sudden, Kazai Ninarer plays. And if you're a Japanese wrestling fan, everyone in those building, everyone's marking out. Like, uh-huh. this is big. Yeah, that's cool. So... So the um, the king of professional wrestling starts walking in the ring and he's in his jumpsuit 
He slowly takes it up, and he's in his wrestling. Oh, there. people ate this up, man. They yeah. ate it up. It was awesome. He gets to the ring, and he gives him the look, and they just start going at it, and the place goes crazy, and uh, he hits him with the gotch piles, uh, style pile driver, and boom, and uh, they make the tease. So now we're getting John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki probably at the next pay-per-view. And, uh, yeah. man, that was the one matchup I wanted when John Moxley announced he was coming to uh, New Japan. And it was the one match I wanted. I'm like, we're going to get that in the G1. And we didn't get it when in the G1. I was pissed. Right. So so the crowd ended up getting their moment with uh, Suzuki and his theme song. So, fantastic. And uh, Suzuki's uh, getting up there in his age. Yeah, he's in his 50s. 51. Yeah. Which, I mean, a lot of wrestlers are, are still doing their thing. His style and he, of wrestling's low impact. He can stay in. Yeah, he can keep going. Um, yeah, that's who, uh, who Mox had talked about going in, right? Like, when he, when he first got to New Japan. Maybe. I, I believe he mentioned it. Okay. Back then. So, these two, I don't know if you're going to get a handshake at the end of it, but I think there's a mutual respect if we're going to beat the oh. long shit out of each other. Suzuki does not hold back. That's his gimmick. He That's comes good. to the ring and he strikes. Well, hopefully it helps, uh, hopefully it helps John Moxley become something that you enjoy. Moxley, Moxley did get uh, his revenge on Suzuki uh, yesterday. New Year's Dash. Dash. That's a good Monday Night Raw after. Yep. And yep. Uh, uh, but they they stood in the ring and they were going at each other with the uh, fighting spirit where they hit each other with the elbows. Yeah. And then Suzuki just slaps Moxley in the face. Yeah. And Moxley strikes Suzuki back with like uh, he slapped him so hard in the face, Clark. I was like, holy shit! He just yeah. he didn't hold back. Wow. You know, Suzuki's probably like, you hit me as hard as you can, and he did. Like, he didn't Awesome. Well, I mean, that's hopefully that helps build something that's pretty amazing. Yeah. He's, yeah. That, that's a match. That's a money match. I'm, if that's, that's probably a semi-main event of the next pay-per-view. All right. So, I, I know we don't have too much time left. But right. we got about 10 minutes. I heard that uh, I, the, the talk has been AEW and New Japan. And the idea was, once they brought up AEW title... Hey, maybe maybe they're mending some fences here. Mm. Maybe the the two companies, and if those two got together, yeah, I think that's a company that could actually challenge. Maybe not challenge WWE, but they'd have a, a better chance. They'd get more more of a piece of the pie, is what I'm saying, and that's exciting. However, after watching it, you and I mentioned, and now that I've thought about it a bit more, I you brought up Jericho kind of snuck the belt in yeah. under his gear. It sure looked like it. But I think that he and Ghetto, I've heard him talk about him in the past on his podcast yeah. about it. I'm going to guess he went up and said, listen, let's have a chat. I want to talk to those guys. I want to talk to you because it sounds like it's not just New Japan that's pissed. It sounds like it's not. It's the Young Bucks are, are, are pissed at the way that their ending was in New Japan, from what I hear. I hear that Kenny Omega is not too happy. Yeah. Uh, bad blood. With Ibushi, right? Is it? Kota Ibushi? Who sta- no, who stayed? Coda. Yeah. Yeah. Because he stayed. I heard that that's kind of the bad blood and those are the problems, which is why Jericho, as you, t- as you mentioned to me yesterday, I don't m- mean to steal your thunder no. and bringing it up, but Jericho in the press conference afterwards, that's what he was doing, was trying to mend that yeah. fence. What do you think? Is, uh, are you hearing the same exact things that I was just talking about? Yeah, pretty much. Um, there's, still, there's still a lot of bad blood. You've got to remember, New Japan just decided like a year ago to break into the American market. Right. But just as just as AEW and decides to come along, and they take all of the American talent of New Japan, right? Right. So, 
Not all. The guys who are the draw for New Japan in America. Right. Right. You know, you still have Minoru Suzuki who, who can draw. You still have Okada and Tanahashi. But the average Joes might have heard of the Young Bucks before those guys. In my radio show that I was listening to do, as you say, Taz, but Billy Ray today mentioned, because he, he was at Wrestle Kingdoms like two, three, and four or okay. something like that. Um, and, he, and he really respects that and likes it. He had awesome things to say today. Yeah. But uh, he mentioned that they don't. Drop grudges very often. No, she is Japanese, man. Listen to this. You know how New Japan was on Axis, right? Well, then uh, Anthem bought it from Mark Cuban's company, Axis. New oh. Japan is gone now. Yeah, yeah. Because Anthem was Impact, is Impact was TNA. Yeah, and TNA screwed over New Japan by they made they made well Billy Ray threw it out there, of course, put himself over a bit, but he said they made them come back early. From a New Japan thing, they, when they sent Okada over, they treated Okada like shit. Right. Uh, with impact, I mean, hell, I yeah, said yeah. in that intro, he was on their their B show the whole time. Well, you know how the, so the young boys when they finish in the uh, dojo, they get sent out on an excursion to learn in the foreign country. Right. Okada was sent to the yes. impact. So that's where the grudge is. Yeah. Is that uh, New Japan was like, well, fuck off. We're we're not going to be on your anthem station anymore. <laughs> And they still have a year left on their contract. Yeah, yeah. They, so they hold a fucking grudge. Yeah, old man. And I mean, it's about, you've told me the culture's about respect. They're also extremely, extremely loyal. Right. And they have a deal with Ring of Honor. I get it. I just, I wish that there's something. I know. There's I a know. lot of money to be made there. There Jer- is. Uh, Jericho had it. Anyway. Uh, I know Both sides are being stubborn. Yeah. It would make tremendous amount of sense. You know, if you sent Minoru Suzuki over to have a feud with John Moxley that... Uh, was on two shows, was on America, and and went to uh, Japan. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna draw people to both shows, yeah. and it just benefits both of them to work together. But yeah, it's uh, a country based on respect and culture versus you know uh, Americans, and we can be hot headed. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, um, that that was interesting. Jericho with the title. Um, Let's see, just just a couple matches. Uh, I'll just quickly run through yeah, from uh, uh, the undercard uh, that were title matches. Uh, Zack Saber beat uh, Sonata in a match that was both technical wrestler versus new school wrestler. Uh, Zack Saber, the British champion, retains still the British champion. Always fun to watch. And Sonata is one of the futures. He he's the guy I think they're, they're kind of looking at as the next Okada. So uh, you know, always always good to see what's going on with uh, Sonata. Uh, Rapungi 3K always did a great match with the Bullet Club. Uh, El Fantasmo, who I saw a couple weeks ago in uh, Marian Catholic. Oh, okay. Um, fantastic performer. Tashi Ishimori, fantastic performer. All those guys are great. Um, oh, yeah. One, we got to get through uh, Liger, but before that, the match that was supposed to be the match of the evening, the one that was going to steal the show. Delivered. It did everything it should have to steal the show. It's just those Okada matches were so damn good. Right. But uh, the return after 538 days out with a broken neck, Hiromo Tanahashi wow. uh, takes on Will Ospreay for the lightweight championship. And, man, those guys had fun intros. Uh, you know, he did come back. Yeah. Tanahashi comes back with some weird robe on, and he's as flamboyant and strange as ever. He's got cats dancing around on the fucking uh, Jumbotron, and I don't know what the hell's going on. And he took the belt. And then because he thinks he's a cat, 
Will Ospreay came out and he like jumped up and he had he like turned into he had like a lion on his uh, shoulder okay. and he like turned into a lion and these guys guys go on and they put on a, a, a just a great match just a absolute I wouldn't be surprised if Meltzer gives it five stars and somehow goes above on those Okada matches but uh, they go twenty four minutes and yeah Hiromo Tanahashi Takahashi the end do that the NJPW Meltzer uh, bump. Yeah, the, Which, uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's a great. Everything was great. I'm just saying there is a bump. Uh, so yeah, that was a really good match, really emotional, and uh, I, that, that was probably the match. Well, again, the the Kota Bushi Okada match stole the show, but the second best match on night one and probably the whole tournament was uh, was Osprey and uh, Takahashi. So check that out if you get a chance. And then the other story going into Wrestle Kingdom, there's a bunch of other uh, undercard stuff. You know, a lot of mixed tags and stuff. We don't need to go through those. There was a dark women's match for the first time. Yeah, Shimmer, uh, or Shina had, yeah. had a match on there. I don't think they showed it on uh, on TV. No. Yeah. They couldn't. There's a TV oh. thing with Japan in Japan. Gotcha. The problem. It's, gotcha. I heard it today. Crazy. Okay. So that's why I didn't see it. Because, yeah, I was looking for we'll bring it. Bring that up another time. Uh, but I missed the pre-show, as I, you know, I don't. We got to talk about the big thing of the night. I mean, so the biggest story of the night: Liger's retirement. Right. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the other stuff was uh, the bi- was bigger, but Liger was retiring after 31 years and 3,000 plus matches. Um, you know, he he brought really the the, the what is now lightweight wrestling. You know, Dynamite Kid and uh, Tiger Mask before him, but then really the greatest ambassador ever of Japanese wrestling and of lightweight talent was uh, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. And, uh, you know, he kicked off Thunder. You know, they brought him early on in WCW. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sorry, uh, Nitro. Yep. You know, he, he was the uh, first night of the show. He had a match. Yeah, right? The yeah. first night of the show against Benoit. Against Chris Benoit. I mean, the guy's been in every company. NXT brought him in a couple of years ago. Him and uh, Tyler Breeze had a match. Oh, okay. Um, if you've been to a Ring of Honor show, he's been on Ring of Honor. I mean, but he's always worked so with different guys who have brought up their respect for him from yeah. everywhere. I mean, he's been all over the place. Definitive lightweight. Like You go back to his matches in the 90s, um, just some classic matches. Him and Tiger Mask... You know, they they tore it up. They they redefined what lightweight wrestling is. And uh, you know, he he's got this crazy character, this mask, it's it's a very recognizable mask. Absolutely. You know, you see it, you go, Oh yeah, I know. Those listening to the podcast probably see a picture of him and you as the template oh, well, there you go. podcast, actually. So. Yeah, I met him uh, about a year or two ago, and the uh, nicest guy in the world. Like, he, he, he made a point to shake your hand, talk to you. Great. You know, how's everything going? Uh His English yeah, decent English. A lot better than your Japanese. You love much or... better than my Japanese. I... Hey, how are the classes? Uh, so they were. Uh, yeah. uh, hi, hi. I got it. I'll uh, go. I'll go to round two later. All right. Good. Good luck. As a matter of fact, I just pulled the book I'm out sure of my it's old. It's so car. difficult to learn right now, man. Yeah. At this stage in your life, but I appreciate the Thank effort. Thank you. Thank you. Good All luck right. continuing with the effort. Despite <laughs> my advanced age, I'm going to do my best. No. Um, our advanced age. Remember, yeah. Anytime I'm ripping on your age, I'm ripping on mine. Right. Although, well, no, I am older. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you have the birthday the same day as me, but uh, apparently you're older. Hey now. So, uh, so Liger d- decides a year ago. He goes. He goes. Oh, I'm getting old. I'm going to retire next year, 
at Wrestle Kingdom is going to be my last match. So it's known. Hi. So all year he's been on a tour. I saw him uh, uh, wrestle this year. Uh, he, he's come to America. He's gone, uh, you know, uh, Australia. Yeah. In every arena he's been in, you know, they, they bow at the end and everybody has a good moment and they say goodbye to Liger. It's been this beautiful thing. And well, he's, one of your buddies got to call one of his uh, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy in, in Ireland, right? Uh, You're Tony in Ireland? in Ireland, yeah. Yeah. Well, the wrestling friend of mine. Uh, so, uh, hi. So, Liger has just been wonderful. So it's been a year celebrating him, and he's had some good feuds over the year. Him and Suzuki went at it, and there's a moment that I cried because of where Suzuki bows to him. Yeah, and it's just this emotional, like beautiful thing. So he, it's known he's retiring. So they kick. So he decides he goes. I don't want to. I want to be the opening match. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, I want to go out like a wrestler. Wrestlers go out on their back. So awesome. Night one, they bring out, I mean, it's like they, they emptied the nursing home. Yeah. They had a match with them, people in their 70s. Some of them still in good shape for their age. Yeah. Oh, they were diving out of the ring. Oh, they unreal. Were, they were, unreal. I mean, they were doing crazy shit. I didn't watch the match, but I saw pictures of them. Uh, the Fujiyama, you know the Fuji uh, armbar, the Fuji, Fuji. Uh, yeah. Fuji Armbar, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy was there. Oh man, he's the guy who trained him, and he comes out. He's seventy years old. Oh, he's in the awesome. WWE Hall of Fame. That's amazing. That's brilliant. That's really brilliant. So, so, so yeah. So they bring out they bring out all the old guys who uh, are connected with him. Uh, these guys are legends. Uh, many of them are multi-time uh, champions. Uh, Fujinami, who I was talking about, the Fujinami Armbar. Um, you know, Stone Cold used to use that move. Like, just, just beautiful. The whole thing. You know, the Dragon Suplex was created by the guy. The Dragon Sleeper. Yeah. Like Daniel Bryan's moveset was created by you know this guy. So these guys are legit legends, and they're all having this match. It's this beautiful moment of you know a guy working on his last day, and all his friends coming out to say say goodbye to him. Everybody yeah. who's ever worked with. Yeah. So it was awesome. Just a fun, just a fun match, and you know I'm on uh, Wikipedia the whole time reading up on all these old guys and kind of learning a little bit of the, the history. I mean, there's a guy named Kobe, Kobayashi's out there, you know. <laughs> what hot dog championship? Yeah, no, the uh, the guy in uh, oh, what's that? Usual Suspects. Oh yeah, it's great that they bring it, that all these guys are there for his retirement. Right, like, it's like they're celebrating him in really great style. So one of the old guys, uh, Naoki Sano, who he had, he probably had his greatest feud with, so, uh, is going to be his tag team partner the next night. So they have a moment. Everybody bows. They say goodbye to him. It's beautiful. Night two, the final night of Wrestle Kingdom, he decides to go out against two young guys. Yeah. And there's a whole backstory here. I mentioned Hiromu Takahashi, yeah. who won the lightweight title right. against Will Ospreay. Takahashi. Well, the guy who broke his neck is Ryu Lee. Uh, now Ryu Lee's his tag team partner in this match, saying goodbye to uh, 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 Jushin Thunder Liger. So Liger decides he wants to go out to two, the two young guys who are like the best in the lightweight division. Uh-huh. So he he has uh, Hiromu and uh, Lee, and it's uh, Thunder Liger versus Sano. So those two are rivals. We're great rivals, and Hiromu Takahashi and Ryu Lee are the rivals. So okay. they tag together and they they put on these guys. They work their ass off. Um, it was a great match. It went 12 minutes with uh, uh, Hiromo Tanahashi pinning 
uh, Jushin Thunder Liger and beating him. And there's the moment he's just laying defeated on the mat, yeah. and it's over. The career, he's no longer a wrestler. I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. And, uh, you know, he says his goodbyes. And uh, a beautiful moment. And then this morning, they had the, good, the retirement ceremony, which was fun. Oh, wow. And uh, they so the New Year's Dash. Yeah, the New Year's Dash. So they bring out all, they bring out the entire like roster, and they all get in the ring and they take a picture with him. And then uh, Taka, Takahashi, uh, the ace uh, who, who lost to Jericho, he brings out uh, roses, gives him a bouquet of roses. I guess yeah. that's a tradition in Japan. When you retire, you get roses. Sure. So Dick. then they bring out another group of guys, and it's like uh, everybody else. Like Finn, 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 Finn Juice is in there. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. time it's led by Okada. And Okada does a selfie in the ring with him. I got to watch that. And uh, they give him Is the... Is it at the end of the show? It's the beginning. It kicks oh, off the show. Awesome. He, again, he doesn't want to take any, any to focus. He wants this out of the it's way. It's kind of hard to find things on the New Japan World app sometimes. You got to fast forward on the fight. It's easy on the net, yeah. Okay. So um, so then they bring out... Uh, so, so now Okada gives him flowers, and they, they do that. And then they bring out the wife. And they bring up the sun, and this is they cut they cut they cut to the odd. No, it's really quick, really quick. Oh, that's great. They cut to the they cut to the crowd and Tanahashi stares. Did you cry? I started when Tanahashi was crying. He was hugging his wife, and you know he's like, I've been a wrestler. I haven't been there. Well, Daddy's coming home now. So, oh, wow. so he comes in, you know, a, a beautiful moment. So they get out of the ring, and then, then all the wrestlers come back, and they do the ten-bell salute where they ring the bell ten times, mm-hmm. which is usually what happens when a guy dies. So that was kind of weird. So, Well, here it does. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's different in Japan. He gives his goodbye speech. It's very quick. It's like, you know, thank the fans, thank my family, thank my opponents, thank wrestling. But now I he, 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 he felt weird wearing the, uh, the suit. Because he's no longer a wrestler, he's no longer that. He's he's a man now. Uh-huh. He's no longer this character. He is retired, and um, so then all the wrestlers, Okada gets all the wrestlers in the ring, and they pick him up and they toss him in the air and catch him a couple times, and uh, then they leave. Yeah, so beautiful ceremony, beautiful retirement, and uh, yeah, that's Jushin Thunder Liger. That's awesome, man. Good. I'm excited to see that. That'll be fun. Well, uh, thanks for talking me through. New Japan this weekend. I'm sorry it didn't work out for us to get together. A time change yeah. and some random shit. Yeah. It kind of bunked a bunked a party. A New Japan party. It did. It did. Yeah. I was I was a day off. I was thinking uh, one day and two days, and right. I got everything mixed up. Right, right, right. But their Sunday show they started earlier. A lot like the NFL playoffs. Like uh, Sunday they start the, the games earlier than they do on Saturday for the first two weeks of the playoffs. Oh. One of the things they did was um, Jushin Thunder Liger, um, John Cena, John Cena, uh, what's his name, uh, Tana, Tanahashi, right. had everyone get in the ring, and they put the lyrics up to the uh, theme song of uh, Liger, and everybody sang along to his theme song. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> but you could tell, like, Osprey and the American, the people who speak English were just kind of like, uh, like you know, you go to a weird church and everyone's singing a song. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You just kind of try to lip the words. They look right. like kids in the choir. They didn't have it up there in English is what no. you're telling me. So, uh, so, yeah, so there was that moment. And, uh, oh, an ad, of course. Yeah. Uh, well, I got to leave now. I, I got I got a dinner I need to go to. I have, uh, I have plans. And... Uh, 
This has been a uh, a lovely time well, talking. Your Facebook thinks that uh, we don't have the copyright for that. <laughs> That'd be well. It makes sense. Well, you probably shouldn't mention it because they probably have things, things that'll that pick me up. Mention yeah, it. like dude. But it, I mean, it, if it, New Japan can't play, can't get the rights to music, and then we can't get the rights to theirs, it'd make perfect sense. Well, Clark, as we close tonight, I want I want you to join me in singing along to his theme song okay. in, honor, in honor of him. Sounds good, Al. Good night, everybody. See you next week, guys. You ready, Clark? Here's your part. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Liga! Liga!